I would like to welcome everyone to the first Innovate CT podcast. Our mission is to promote, foster, and grow innovation in Connecticut schools, colleges, and universities. We do this by supporting and promoting initiatives already underway, while also creating new events to promote innovation by working with Connecticut schools. Uh, my name is Nick Wagner. I'm the founder of Innovate Connecticut. And I've been doing this for about two years now, and uh, we decided that we would start a podcast to try to move our mission forward. And so enough about me. I want to talk about our guests. So I'm going to introduce Brian Wright, who, uh, as I was talking to him before we started this, I have known for, I think, about 30 years now since elementary school, and uh, we still stay in touch. And I believe he is a true innovator, innovator in the education space. So, Brian, can you... Uh, Introduce yourself to everyone, give a little bit about your background and uh, how you ended up where you are today. Well, uh, first off, Nick, I, I appreciate the kind words um, and I wish you the best of luck on this, uh, this podcast and, and your mission with Innovate Connecticut. Um, I've been an educator for 16 years uh, in the state of Connecticut. I'm currently a technology education department head. Um, and my, uh, my course load at the moment is a, uh, is a video production in a, a graphic arts class that I've actually been able to articulate uh, both courses with the uh, community colleges uh, of Connecticut and UConn. Uh, so my students are actually able to uh, earn college credit while in high school for the, uh, the work that they're doing, which uh, I myself am very uh, proud to, to say that because, again, you know, you can waste a lot of money those first few years of, uh, of college just trying to figure out, you know, what you want to do and, and where you fit in and to, you know, give these kids the opportunity to earn some, you know, credit in high school that is college credit, college transcripts uh, in itself is a, a great innovation of the education system these days. So, Brian, you know, you've, I've known you for a very long time, and I think you've always been into technology, whether it be electronics or cars. And I remember you were always into, uh, you know, innovation, even as a kid with Legos and tearing apart cars and building things from scratch and tearing things apart and rebuilding them. How do you feel that your background is really being someone who's always been like a tinkerer or a technologist or an innovator has helped you in higher education, teaching, you know, your students in the high school? It's just, it's that, it's that a lifelong learning mindset where, again, you, you just, you just never settle for what you know, and you, you try and learn something new and try and learn more and, and never settle for, for the past and, and complacency. Um, you know, one of the, the units I did a few, a few months back, uh, we looked at parallax images. So it was taking a, a two-dimensional image and actually animating it. So it looked, um, like it was pseudo 3D, so it's called two and a half D, um, you know, and just looking at that, you know, process and, and getting exciting about it, you know, kind of got me excited and I learned to do it. I taught my students how to do it. And then, you know, literally one month later, I have a, a Netflix splash screen uh, up on a, a screensaver after watching a show with my wife and they have parallax images uh, going on in the background. So it's just, you know, again, it's, doing what's relevant it's it's staying current and it's you know just trying to keep your finger on the on the pulse of, of what's happening and what's relevant to these kids today because you know today's student is a, is different than the student we had you know even as, as little as 10 years ago so just trying to understand you know what excites them you know what 
career opportunities, you know, are going to be down the road for those students, you know, that's really how you become, you know, somewhat of an innovative educator is, you know, holding yourself to a higher standard. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a good segue into my next question is, so, you know, constantly trying to innovate in the classroom, I think you nailed it. Technology changes pretty quickly. And so, so does what the students are used to when they're not at school. So how is, you know, the growth of the smartphone, um, extremely powerful computers, um, you know, the, the, the imaging technology and social media kind of changed what you do in the classroom versus to your point five or 10 years ago? You know, it's, I, again, being that lifelong learner, I always tried to push myself and learn something new and just constantly was, you know, a reflective practitioner who kind of looked back at a unit and said, hey, I can do that better next time. Uh, it was just a couple of years ago that uh, a colleague of mine brought to me um, the SAMR model, S-A-M-R, SAMR. And that really kind of quantified, I guess I would say, you know, what I had always believed in. It was, you know, very interesting because SAMR stands for substitution, augmentation, modification, and redefinition. So originally people thought, oh, you use computers in your classroom, you teach technology, but that's really not it. You know, the computer is just a tool, but to truly be innovative and to truly use technology, you know, effectively, you really need to apply the use of that technology. So uh, there's a, a gentleman by the name of Jonathan Brubaker that, you know, created this like coffee cup analogy to kind of quantify what, you know, SAMR might look like to someone who was just hearing about it for the first time. And he said, you know, substitution is when tech acts as a direct tool to substitute with no functional change. So that's like the very basic level. That's like, we're no longer writing with a pen and a paper. We're now typing it on a computer. That's very low level in this day and age. And the students really truly crave more. Um, the A stands for augmentation, where the tech acts as a direct tool to substitute with the functional improvement. So it just uses the technology to make it better. So, you know, using that coffee analogy, the substitution is you're just making a cup of coffee with a better coffee maker. The augmentation is now we're making lattes with that coffee maker. Right, right. Um, continuing on, that modification and redefinition you know, the modification, the tech allows for a significant task redesign. So we're creating now a, a caramel macchiato, things that never existed before. Uh, think of it as, you know, you're doing a book report. You know, maybe when we were growing up, we did a diorama. You know, well, now kids are, can do book reports using green screens or do book reports using a podcast. So now the technology is really becoming a vehicle um, to really tailor these these projects and the learning to the kids own needs and then finally again that redefinition that's you're creating something totally new you know that that's your pumpkin spice coffee okay the tech allows for the creation of a new task previously inconceivable you know this is when the kid just gets so far into something has that aha moment and now the technology has just led them on a whole new path a new journey um you know and, and now you know <laughs> Yeah, the teacher becomes the student in those uh, <laughs> in those episodes. No, it, it's funny you say that because I think I think uh, it's it's it, I think it's really important for teachers today to have that mindset where you teach the students, 
but then the students can bring something back to the classroom and teach you. So I think, I think that's a really good point. And it's really, it really shows like a growth mindset um, as you, as you think that way as a, as an educator. So, so could you, could you give um, some examples of some innovative things that you've done um, at Rockville high school that, that you think other, you know, high schools or middle schools may think is like, wow, that's really out of the box. I never would have thought about doing that. Um, that you're really proud of. One of the uh, the things that we've been doing uh, of late, and it's it's both innovative, you know, and collaborative, is we've been uh, working with a, a history class um, with our video production class. So, you know, I, I myself had created a a student news story back in the day, and you just create those standard news packages, you know, a minute and a half long, you know, with with your interviews and your stock footage and. You know, I looked at that project and I said, you know, how can I take this to the next level? Um, you know, how can we really, you know, put some meat and potatoes behind this project? So we started working uh, with, a, with a history class, a sociology class, and started, you know, looking at some of the actual issues of today that affected the kids um, and actually came in, uh, had the kids do the research, uh, reach out to the experts for the interviews and you know, rather than just going through the motions of making a news story, we went through the, the full process with the uh, constituents that, you know, held a stake in what created a, a truly good story. And what was, you know, when you, when you think this way and really, I think, come up with innovative, you know, activities and curriculum for the students, you know, how, how do they react to that? Are they like, are they really excited to try something different they've never done before? something out of the box you know what, what was their reaction yeah it really it really does help their engagement when they're you know trying something for the first time or having an experience that they haven't had before you know i always think back to you know when i first went to school you know to see a, a computer in the classroom you know play oregon trail is just like an aha moment like oh my gosh there was such better stuff at school than i was dealing with at home it was just exciting every day right um, you know nowadays you know in all honesty some of these kids have smartphones in their pocket that are 10 times power more powerful than the computers that you know we learned on you know so just having that computer is not going to be you know a wow factor but having that computer that is hooked up to a you know a laser engraver or a cnc router you know, or even a 3D printer. Now it's like, hey, these are some really cool tools that we can take some of that basic knowledge that we have, you know, maybe from learning Photoshop and output something that they've, you know, never had that opportunity to uh, to try or see or use before, or maybe something they, they saw when they were watching a TV show on the Discovery Channel. You know, it's it's taking it to that next level. So no longer just, again, using that computer as the tool, but now applying it to something and again, applying it to something, you know, that that's bigger than they've ever seen or experienced before. Right. I've had a little bit of struggle with the video classes because when I started teaching that years and years ago, you know, nobody had cell phones with video in their pockets. So to grab a camera, record video and then do some, you know, editing on a computer was just, you know, mind blowing. But, you know, nowadays we all can record video. We can do podcasts on our phone right now. Um, so you got to find that next step to bring that excitement back to the project and say, Hey, yeah, we know you can do video on your phone, you know, but do you know how to do, you know, 
bokeh and get this crazy shallow depth of field. You know, you got to figure out how to take it to that next level and keep challenging yourself to challenge them. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. So, so we'll close off with one final question. So how do you tie back, you know, innovation and all, all you're doing with technology to future careers? So as we said at the beginning of the podcast, you know, you're in a high school, how, how do you articulate to the students that, you know, learning Photoshop or learning how to be a 3D animator or running a, you know, a CNC machine could lead to a future career? You know, I think I'm trying to uh, remember the exact quote, but I really love uh, Mike Rowe. And, you know, he talks about, you know, he was the, the host of Dirty Jobs, and he really talks about how, you know, we're lending money to kids to go to colleges they can't afford. Again, I'm kind of paraphrasing what he said, uh, to learn jobs that don't exist. And I think that's the the biggest key to today's education is, you know, we're trading, excuse me, we're training kids for the future, uh, but we might not necessarily know what that, that future could look like. You know, think about, you know, driverless cars, you know, is there going to be a trucking industry or is there going to be a, a programming industry to program these trucks to drive? So, you know, you really need to teach these kids to, to be creative thinkers, to be critical thinkers, to be collaborative, um, you know, to listen to ideas, to share ideas. And you're looking at, you know, a, a much different skill set these days because they're going to need to be flexible. Right. You know, I think you and I have had conversations about, um, you know, like the whole social media managing, you know, piece where, you know, years ago, if a company was going to, you know, make a commercial, they'd spend thousands of dollars, you know, for a production company to go out and create that commercial. Well, now, you know, they'll get a couple interns or, or a couple kids fresh out of college. They'll create a, a social media uh, department and they'll run all of that in-house. Right. Yeah, and absolutely. A lot more effective because, again, you know, this generation, we're just able to skip commercials. You know, I go on YouTube, I skip that commercial. I, I record a show in the DVR, I skip that commercial. So, you know, we're trying to reach people in, in different ways and different forms. And it's it's a changing world. And, and the only way to survive is, is to be flexible and to, again, constantly ask yourself, you know, what can I do to, to engage these kids, to challenge these kids, to prepare them for a, a better future? Yeah, so I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, do our you know inaugural podcast today, and uh, we'll try to make sure we get your contact info in the uh, podcast description. So if anyone out there listening would like to contact you about some of the things you've done at Rock High School, um, you know they'll be able to get in touch with you. Because I think one thing that you and I have talked about is I think sharing ideas amongst the schools in Connecticut I think would really help, right? So you know if you have a great idea, sharing it with a town next door or a town across the state, and really having that 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 uh that collaboration among schools which you know i think we could all help each other but you know get better as a state so thank you again um it was great having you and uh we appreciate being appreciate you being the first guest have a great night that was my pleasure best of luck with your uh with your venture here. thanks brian if you would like to get involved with innovate ct please visit our website at www.innovatect.org there you can find links to our social media we currently are active on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and hope to hear from you soon.
Thank you.